You know, when you wake up every morning thirsty with the desire to do battle with the evils and anti-rationalities of the world, one thing that is substantially required is hope. And I'll tell you, my friends, straight up, I was not feeling it this morning when I uh, woke up and checked the news and found out that Jeffrey Epstein had died. Jeffrey Epstein. Now, I'm going to go through some of the facts here, and then we'll talk about what it means. So the FBI has launched an investigation after billionaire pedophile Jeffrey Epstein committed suicide by, quote, hanging himself in prison, quote, a day after, one day after, a lawsuit by one of his sex slaves was unsealed, and this lawsuit named a host of his powerful friends, top-ranking Democrats and Prince Andrew and, and others, and he hanged himself, according to the story. Now, there are conflicting reports as to whether he was on suicide watch or not, because, of course, he had been put on suicide watch because two weeks ago he had allegedly or reportedly tried to kill himself, so he's on suicide watch. And you can check online and, and find there's like a 25-page document about what's supposed to happen in that locale when a prisoner is on suicide watch. He's not supposed to have anything that he could remotely harm himself with. Uh, he's supposed to be under surveillance uh, all the time. But yeah, Saturday morning, according to reports, he just he just hanged himself. Nobody was watching. Nobody interfered. Nobody interfered. Nobody intervened. Nobody raised the alarm. Just discovered. My prison guards, just before 7 a.m., rushed to a nearby hospital. He was pronounced dead a short time later. Now, don't worry, folks. The FBI has launched an investigation into this death. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. You just you know, take a deep breath with me and hold your breath until such time as they tell you exactly what happened, you know, just like they did with the last Vegas shooter. So Jeffrey Epstein was being held at the Metropolitan Correctional Center without bail because, of course, last month he was arrested on charges of conspiracy and sex trafficking. So this suicide comes just 24 hours after court documents that detailed his sexual abuse of these underage girls were unsealed by the courts as a result of work by Mike Cernovich, the Miami Herald, and a couple others. So these documents that were unsealed by the court included claims from Epstein's alleged sex slave that she was kind of forced to have sexual intercourse with a number of powerful men. Now, as I said before, he was said to be on suicide watch. The New York Times has reported it's unclear whether additional measures had been put into place to ensure that he did not try to kill himself again. Just astounding, astounding, astounding stuff. And so the, his, his alleged victim says that Epstein... And uh, Ghislaine Maxwell kept her as a sex slave in the early 2000s, whilst, of course, she was underage. And why his groomer, alleged groomer child victim recruiter lady wasn't indicted, of course. Well, we'll get to that in a second. Now, look, there's a lot of skepticism out there about whether this was a suicide. And look, just picture this for a moment, if you will. So Jeffrey Epstein donated to Democrats, was a Democrat, but imagine he was a Republican and donated a lot to the Republican Party. And then documents came out which linked 
powerful, high-profile Republicans to this underage sex scheme. And then in a Republican-controlled area, this Republican just mysteriously died. And it is a mystery. The guy had to have been on suicide watch. Plus, of course, anybody with half a brain knows that enormously powerful people stood to avoid a whole lot of trouble if he were dead. So there's motive. He was apparently suicidal in the past. So the idea that he would not be on suicide watch, that he would not, that they would not, they would not be working as hard as humanly possible to keep him alive is ridiculous, of course, right? So if he was a Republican and Republicans had been accused and in a Republican-controlled area he had been suicided or he had died in you know, whatever, right? Do you think the mainstream media would just be blandly reporting that it was just a suicide? Well, this is the claim that it's a suicide. I don't know. You don't know. There are probably a couple of people who do know one way or the other. But come on. The timing, the motive, it's... Oh, and also, there are reports that the camera malfunctioned, you see. It just, you know, it was just, it was out, you know. Hey, you know, it happens. You know, cameras just happen to go out and and not function right when a high, the highest profile prisoner currently in the U.S. incarceration system, the one at the most risk, the one with the most fingers to point at very powerful people, the cameras they see just go out the moment that he hangs himself. Come on. And I don't know. And, and look, these are all just my opinions, right? Uh, the question is, where would you put your money? This is something that is always good to ask yourself. You know, where would you put your money? If you could, you know, get that magic wand of truth and point it at people, where would you put your money? Would you put your money that this guy... Although he was segregated, I think he was in solitary confinement, although he had been on suicide watch or there was every reason to believe he should be on suicide watch, that he would just somehow find the means to hang himself in his cell. Come on. Would you put, would you put money on that? I wouldn't. I wouldn't put a dime on that. I wouldn't put a dime on that. And people say, oh, well, you know, but, but powerful people, huh, they don't kill people. It's like, what do you think power is? What do you think power is? Power is the power to use force. That, that's all it is. Power is the power to use force. And for those of you who think that there's not powerful people out there who wouldn't think twice about killing people, just think of war. I mean, we get lied into wars continually, often in close proximity to sand. And we get lied into wars continually. Hundreds of thousands of Iraqis were slaughtered in the invasion of Iraq that posed no threat to the United States. That's in the international war crime of aggression. It's the highest war crime that there is. Do you think George Bush has lost any sleep? No, he toodles around on airplanes showing people his lovely paintings on his iPad, and he's fine with it. Madeleine Albright, when told that the sanctions, right, that the, the restrictions against Iraq, the economic restrictions against Iraq for the supposed, I think it was for the supposed invasion of Kuwait, which Saddam Hussein actually got U.S. permission for to begin with. Psych! Arctic. But she was told that about half a million Iraqi children had died as the result of these sanctions and, and 
no-fly zones and, and they weren't able to get medicines. They weren't able to get other vital requirements for their survival. About half a million Iraqis, Iraqi children died. And, and people said, was it, do you think that was worth it? She's like, yep. We are ants to these people, my friends. They think nothing of us. People don't want to reform the school system. They'd just rather drug children. People don't want to fix the welfare state. They would just rather have families disintegrate and collapse. People don't want to fix, in America, $170 trillion of unfunded liabilities. They don't even want to talk about it. They don't want to fix the fact that a government monopoly private bank has massive control over the currency. They don't want to fix the fact that the significant proportion of taxes just goes to pay the interest payments on past bribery of the democratic population. They don't want to deal with any of this stuff. But they would never touch one guy at a cell, you see, because that would be dishonorable. That would be wrong. And this death, it's very unlikely that we'll ever find out anything about it, of course, right? Don't find out about the Las Vegas shooting. Don't find out why the Notre Dame Cathedral burned to the ground. Don't find anything out that's inconvenient to those in power. So there's a big question mark over this, and most likely there always will be a big question mark over this. And yeah, there'll be an investigation. There'll be a bland report that comes out in 12 months, 18 months, 24 months. Everyone's moved on, and and there's some new scandal, some new horror, some new monstrosity that's going on. So yeah, it'll come out at some point, and Mistakes were made and, and reforms will be put in place. And blah, 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 right? it's all just garbage, right? But this is a big question, right? Which is, what does this mean out there in the world, right? Well, first of all, and again, I'm no lawyer. This is just what I've read. But, but I'm reporting it to you because it, it's important. There were no co-conspirators in the Jeffrey Epstein case, which means now that he's dead, the case, as far as I understand it, is just closed. Just closed just done. Now, if you were a prosecutor, I suppose you could find some way to charge other people to to get the ball rolling again. Uh, there's a reports that now that Jeffrey Epstein is dead, his house can be searched and no interference in what is found in that search can ever be brought to bear on its introduction into the courts in a legal case. So how much that means... We, we don't know, but, or at least I don't know. But here's the thing. Like, if you are a prosecutor, and uh, what was it, James Comey's daughter was the lead prosecutor against Epstein? <laughs> You're right. Come on. You put this in a thriller and people say, this is way too obvious. But you're a prosecutor, and Jeffrey Epstein turns up all kinds of dead. Would you feel super keen to go prosecute some more people in, in, in this area and just, you know, see where it leads. No, 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 this is all over. Everyone's going to escape. See, death works, right? Dead men tell no tales. Death works. According to some breaking news, Washington Post reporter Carol Leonig reports that Jeffrey Epstein told authorities someone tried to kill him in a previous incident weeks ago and that people close to him now fear that he was murdered. Well, come on. 
Now, was it a month ago? I think it was about a month ago, maybe a little longer, that Jeffrey Epstein's lawyers started trying to make a deal for just five years in prison in return for him giving up names. Now, (laughs) way back in the day, when Jeffrey Epstein was first charged with these crimes, where he ended up serving, I think, 13 months in the sweetheart deal, where despite being a sex offender, he got to leave during the day and only had to sleep at night. Acosta, Alex Acosta back then, uh, back then was told to back off of Jeffrey Epstein because, quote, Epstein belonged to the intel agencies. In other words, he was some kind of operative. Now, come on. The moment, I mean, we've all seen these, these shows. The moment you have operative plus sex crimes, that means blackmail. And that means control over very powerful people as a result of having incriminating material against them with underage girls. Now, Let's say that you did want to prosecute further. Let's say that you believe that Jeffrey Epstein was killed. Or, at the very least, material was smuggled into his jail cell so that he could kill himself. Otherwise, something even worse would have happened to him. I don't imagine he has any loved ones other than Satan. But let's say that you were interested in prosecuting further, given that there's such a public perception out there that Epstein did not kill himself, how's that going to work in terms of you getting witnesses, right? I mean, if you believe that it was not a suicide, then the message is very clear. You know, we got to him in prison. You think you're going to be safe anywhere as a witness? I don't think so. And let's say it really was a suicide. That's why there's so much in this to to unpack and to talk about. Let's say that it was Totally a suicide. Uh, He was afraid of being murdered, according to some reports. He definitely had tried to kill himself, at least that was was reported two weeks ago. So let's say everything that they say is true. He'd been taken off suicide watch. He wasn't in a turtle suit. Uh, the, The camera just malfunctioned, whoops, and he just managed to find some method to hang himself, despite the fact that the government was charged with keeping him alive and he already was a suicide risk and the fact that very powerful people wanted him dead, no doubt. Let's say that all of this happened and it was a suicide. So just remember this. This is really, really important to just net this into your mind. The government is so incompetent that it cannot even keep a suicidal man from killing himself in a jail cell. The government is so incompetent it cannot even keep a suicidal man from killing himself in a jail cell. You know, hanging yourself's not that easy. I mean, you need something strong, right? You need a place to tie it around. You need to have a body weight to restrict your breathing. Like, it's not that easy. You, you need very specific materials. How did he get these materials? But here's the other thing, too. So, of course, a lot of people predicted that he wasn't going to make it out of prison alive, that he was never going to be alive to testify. And, ooh, weren't they all just called conspiracy theorists? Ooh, conspiracy theorists. Well, I'll tell you this. One thing that has come out of this death today is that the pejorative conspiracy theory or conspiracy theorist has lost almost all of its power. Now, hopefully, we can actually start talking about what power really means.
So uh, just to reiterate, Mike Sonovich said, because the criminal's case was against Jeffrey Epstein and did not include any co-conspirators, the case is closed. Right? If, if a guy is on trial for murder and the guy dies, there's no way the trial continues. Right? He's dead. Right? So the case is closed. He said the criminal case against Epstein was always undercharged. It didn't name co-conspirators and today shows why. See, if you don't name any, if you name co-conspirators, then if the main guy dies, it can actually help the case because you get a full search warrant on his house. And I mean, Jeffrey Epstein was never going to testify against himself. You understand? I mean, of course he wouldn't testify against himself. So it was only other people that he had to name that made him a risk in any way, shape or form. So this is what someone else has said. No one else will have standing to challenge the search warrant on his house. Everything will be admissible against any other defendant without possibility of a motion to suppress. Right. So that is um, based upon the fact that he's dead. But who else are they going to charge? Who else are they going to charge? So, yeah, apparently, according to some reports, he was not on suicide watch even after attempting suicide two weeks ago. He somehow got a rope or something similar to hang himself in a high-security prison, and according to some reports, the camera just, or cameras, malfunctioned. Come on. People say, well, why wait till he's in prison? Well, because if he, if he wasn't in prison, or when he wasn't in prison, he had his own private security. He wasn't, he wasn't trapped, right? He wasn't in a controlled environment. So, I don't know. I know where I'd put my money, but I don't know. But here's the thing. Like, this is a real glitch in the Matrix. Like, imagine... Imagine... Imagine how scared they were if it wasn't suicide that they would do something like this because this this is a real glitch in the matrix it's a real glitch in the matrix because now we're seeing the portal to the capacity for violence that the elites have that normally is shrouded in other chest thumping trumpet blaring patriotic nonsense like like wars and so on right i mean you just have to look over in 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 the uk right i mean for decades for decades Pakistani, largely Pakistani immigrants were gang-raping young white British girls. This was all covered up. In fact, the men who, fathers who went to try and rescue their children from these rape houses were arrested sometimes. It's really, really important that we really start to understand this stuff. Because people are like, well, we wanted to, we want to run to the government for protection. The, go- the government is there to, to, to give us health care. The government is there, it's there to educate us and to build the roads and do all these nice things. It's not. It's not there to do that. Government is free evil. Government is an infinite get-out-of-jail-free card. Government is consequence-free malevolence in general. They're not there to protect you. They're not there to support you or, or, or help you. They're there to bribe you and make you dependent and miseducate you. And and I, I had this thought, and I'm, I hope I can I hope I can articulate it. This is a challenging thought for me to articulate. I'm just just tired of it all. Just, it's all so tiresome. 
you know, I, I would love to wake up in a world where I didn't have to check the news to figure out what new horrifying predations of political power were being inflicted upon a largely helpless population. So these people, they want to run to the government. Oh, the government's going to protect me. The same people who couldn't protect a guy in a prison cell want to take away your guns. What kind of sense does this make? But wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be just... I mean, think of the amount of time, especially if you're involved in news or, or, or alternative media or mainstream media, like the amount of time that is just spent, oh, what's next? Oh, what's happened? Oh, what does it mean? Like, wouldn't it be... Just think of the amount of human energy that is that is trapped like light on the surface of a black hole is just trapped by political power and the analysis of political power and attempting to influence political power and attempting to protect yourself from political power and attempting to manage and control political power. It's like a demon loose in the household that never lets you rest. They never rest, they never sleep, they never stop, as the meme goes. It's tiresome. It's also tiresome. Wouldn't it be just lovely to wake up in a world without a government where you could negotiate and you had control over your own destiny and you weren't constantly supplicating and fearful before the stone jackboots of state power, begging and pleading and hoping for some respite and some two square inches of oxygenated freedom? I am tired of being ruled and having to pay attention to nasty, dangerous, incompetent people. I really, really want to live a free life, free of having to constantly bat away these crazy people with crazy powers. Let's say this guy was part of the intel agency. Where does that leave? Well, nobody's ever going to find out. What's going to happen with all the people named in this document? Probably nothing. Prosecutors like to stay this side of the daisies too. But I'm going to spend today just thinking about that, just meditating on that really. What would it mean to not have to care what crazy people with political power were doing. Just a consummation devoutly to be wished, as the play says. Just imagine that. Imagine if you didn't have to check the news. Imagine if you didn't have to worry about tax increases or additional regulations or who's going to be in political power or what they're going to do or what they're going to say or who they know or what the history is. Or, wow, you know, Jeffrey Epstein, boy, he... Without any qualifications, he became a math and physics professor at a private school run by Bill Barr's father. Now, let's check out the amazing Polly for stuff like that. She is, in fact, amazing. But wouldn't it nice? Wouldn't it nice? Well, sorry, wouldn't it be nice to be free, not just of, of the state, but having to think about that, right? Now, I'm a voluntarist. I'm an anarcho-capitalist. It's a multi-generational process to liberate ourselves from the state and it's a process that should be pursued peacefully and rationally and argumentatively and rhetorically but you know when you're in the kind of deep caves of these catastrophic coercions it's nice to remember it's nice to 
think of. What could come? Perhaps a dispiritingly long time down the road. When we're truly free. It doesn't mean there won't be any evil in the world. In fact, a stateless society is a recognition of the fact that evil exists and the first place that evil doers go is to the state to gain control over the state, right? If human beings are all good, we don't need the state. If human beings are all evil, we can't afford the state. If human beings are mostly evil and only somewhat good, then the mostly evil people vote for democratic policies that overwhelm and subjugate the good people. If people are mostly good and only somewhat evil which is my belief, then the good people become the tax livestock controlled by the evil people who swarm to the state to gain control over the good. There is no scenario of any admixture of good and evil which justifies the existence of the state. The state is a giant magnet for monsters in human form who, to whom we are just ants. And, you know, sociopaths and evil people, they don't usually kill themselves. Too selfish for that sometimes. But imagine that. Imagine a world where you didn't have to constantly gauge and measure and attempt to control and manage evildoers with near infinite power. Well, I'm going to continue to build for that world. Peaceful parenting, rational discourse, challenging unjust power, reason, evidence, philosophy. That's all we got. Well, thank you so much for enjoying this latest free domain show on philosophy. And I'm going to be frank and ask you for your help, your support, your encouragement, and your resources. Please like, subscribe, and share, and all of that good stuff to get philosophy out into the world. And also, equally importantly, go to freedomain.com forward slash donate to help out the show, to give me the resources that I need to bring more and better philosophy to an increasingly desperate world. So thank you so much for your support, my friends. freedomain.com forward slash donate.